welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely HP community. We have another random. This one is on our lovely polyamory life in a monoamorous and mononormative world. 5D mystic, enlightenment, functional adult here. So I'm a securely attached person and solo poly at that, which is because of not building a couple-centric environment or life. And that's because when you have a safe haven, secure base relationship with yourself, meaning that you have secure attachment, you're a functional adult, you do not seek to engage in relationships for the purpose of having to create a couple-centric, financially or domestically entwined household. No, you do not seek to have necessarily secure attachment because you have your own secure attachment within you. So you're building secure connections, which is different, and you get to navigate the plane of how are we going to move forward with our relationship, okay? So the emotional engagement, of course, otherwise there can't be intimacy. But on that note, when you meet people who are not securely attached, they don't know how to talk about their emotions. And when they have big trauma or small trauma, they furthermore don't know how to actually treat people or talk about their emotions. And so they choose to do a lot of other things which are for a person who's a safe haven, again, that means you know how to self-regulate and to unconsciously love yourself. This is why we're pure consciousness, purusha prakriti, prakriti pure energy. That's because I'm in my ventral vagal nervous system, meaning I know how to navigate life from my prefrontal cortex brain and how not to be in a loop because I don't have trauma in my brain. I have a brain that is integrated it's called integration of the brain, left and right mode. So any sensation that arises, I, securely attached human being here, know how to process these sensations. I'm an emotionally mature person. I know how to self-regulate. Again, building emotional regulation skills is straightforward if you have a relationship, though, with your emotional body, which means you will have had either good therapy to figure out where there was or is an interruption. We talked about that one in one of the videos, and I will present it to us here so... Uh, the lady talks, this is a woman who has childhood trauma and PTSD, and she doesn't like buzzwords, so she's an adult woman, thank goodness. We, it's nice to see adult people speak, because we have a lot of teenagers that are yelling. Instead, the adults say, yeah, I don't like buzzwords, which is where I don't either. So when we use polyamory and monoamory and mononormative and compersion, the adults use it to try and create conversation. I still find it odd because they are words that my community, since I live in a mononormative world, does not use. When I've been to forums, I've seen teenagers use it because they're actually out there criticizing polygamy, for example, the polyamory asexual community, versus I'm a great A, for example, and on that note, I'm also just a person who's an adult, which means you do you, I do me, and I'm not going to come judge you. And for the people who say the wrath of God and sin and devil and evil and all that, I'm like, okay, go and learn about good trauma and somatic informed stuff. I do know it, and I also, with being a mystic, and oh, by the way, Jesus talks about forgiveness. So I think that the people who are really off track are the ones who are just reading scripture and they're being read scripture and their fear is how they were treated, it's, it's gonna, you know, maybe they're going to stay that way. I don't know. We have a whole bunch of different areas where people choose because that's where if you have a democracy, there's freedom of religion and it's 
Satan's not going to come country tell you you can't be your religion. And so, of course, there's going to be people who want to be with their group, and we have them, right? So they're, they're going to stay in a space of mindset and their thought processes, but we are in 2023. Okay, so back to the grown-up land of people who want to be participant in reality in our physical base, so we stay grounded, and mystics are not woo-woo to the extent of whack jobs for the adults, when we meet any person, we don't actually think of them as whack jobs. When I meet a 4D mystic, I know that they are living a pseudo-life sometimes experience when they're having their, unfortunately, what is a dissociative, depersonalized, and derealized moment because their nervous system is way beyond their window of tolerance. No, because it's in a shutdown type of state and they don't know how to regulate themselves and they don't know that they have trauma memory lingering and REM seeping through in the daytime and that whatever's happening, they're not able to maintain a stability with it because they have yet to learn how to self-regulate because they are on that loop. So when I was talking to ladies, she says, for any person, therapy is important for people who have CPTSD or PTSD because, and she uses three, three combinations. She says, this is the way that I found it helpful. And here, let me explain why. Because she's a person, again, who has experienced it even better than the therapist, Patrick Tiahan, because he's a childhood trauma survivor. He's healed and healing, but he's a therapist. So he presents his information for community. So he's more of an educator. This is like a person who says, here's what I did. Here's how it worked. And here's why I'm sharing with anybody who has a similar basically situation it helped and she explains so emdr because it finds the loop it finds where you're repeating your cycle and then once you've found the loop it finds where you're not integrated and the not integrated is where your connectome which connects to different areas of your brain is not as linked and this is what i was learning about with daniel siegel for the disorganized attachment that I'm learning about, but he was just talking about when a brain is not integrated. So when a brain is not integrated, there's a there's a part that has, again, it's a, um, I forget the word she uses. Long story short, EMDR finds it, and that's number one. But you can't just stop there because it can find it, and you can spot it, but you want to integrate it. And so she says, okay, now we work with the child part. So parts work, and that's where IFS model internal family system, or child parts. And we know Patrick Tiahan talks about that one too, okay? And I know you're thinking, what does this have anything to do with polyamory? It has to do with polyamory because we are all people in a mononormative world and just a world with people in love because polyamory is loving many, by the way. Coined around 1990 by Morning Glory Rivenheart Zell, just so you know, and loving many is the Latin and Greek roots for the word. Now that people define it as you having romantic and or sexual partners, it's not a done deal because there are those who are polyamorous who have platonic relationships. They're not all romantic, but they are people that will be a special bond and therefore a consensual non-monogamous way of lifestyle, which is because you inform people, I have more than one person that I love in my life. They hold a special place. They will never just be friends so that part is something that we all use words again to specify what special means. I'm a mystic, so I have an oversoul. I got three twin flames and more special bonds in my 
peripheral view. So with the addition of the recent lovely loving connection, it's like, huh, how amazing. Does it make it comfortable? Does it make it uncomfortable? It's always awkward because of the mononormative, monoamorous world we live in because there's been my past, I'm 43, so all I hear is always where people think love is with one person. And so we all have the societal system, our emotional body knows we are speaking in words and saying things that are not part of our group, our herds mentality. So it's not acceptable. It's not as acceptable and it doesn't come for me at least from the church stuff because the church stuff, I'm pretty good with God. I don't use the word on purpose because I try to respect people who use the institutions, but I know exactly how God talked. Because it says, treat others the way you want to be treated. And, you know, the whole part about only believing in one, yeah, it's one big ball of energy. There, there you go. I don't need to use the same words of the scripture. Furthermore, the son, his name Jesus, he walked with all people. And apparently nobody remembers that. And they hide textbooks from us. So that leads me to say, uh, you're hiding stuff from me. So I'm not going to listen to you while you yell in my face and while you create masses that seem to be living in the past. Okay, enough about that one. But what I'm trying to get to here, when per, a person, so let me finish the lady and her good advice. So besides the working with child parts, because that way you can become the adult version of you, because you now are learning how to harness your emotional plane. When the sensations come up, what I was trying to say is I fucked up for sure the way I worded something, because I said 80% of your body holds the memory. And what I mean by that, it's more in depth than just that. So, so now, no, it doesn't hold the memory. <laughs> 80% of your, the sensations that arise, it's your nervous system. So as she says, the first two, EMDR, you find the loop. Then you work with the child parts. We have five charged parts. So you can only imagine a person has not only the five charged parts. I learned that from Sue Martin. Then they have a nervous system, self-regulating. Okay, integration helps you to self-regulate. And that's because your nervous system is an embodied, you have an embodied brain. So your Fight, flight, freeze, fawn, flop, drop, okay? A person who has had childhood trauma will not know how to be in their ventral vagal. And that brainstem is already active before you even start thinking. And so you're in your safety mode. And we have, in addition to flight, fight, freeze, fawn, flop, drop, we have attach, cry, collapse, submit, please, appease. These are new modalities of safety behavior nervous system responses for trauma that the updated psych educators teach about and talk about that the ones who want to believe that the devil demon evil da, da, da. okay all of this is equal to a not securely attached human being okay one they cannot be in a state of love because they're not able and it doesn't mean they don't know love they know love from their mouth they know how to talk about it they know about movies da, 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 all these things but until you know how you work as a human being, your attachment category, how your brain is, if it's integrated or not, are you handling trauma memory? 4D doesn't give a shit about their trauma. They're busy thinking with their clairs that they know everything and that AI and technology is evil and they're down that path, leave them alone. They, they, they're not, right now, that's not even, we don't need to do anything about it. We have the law. And so we've always had groups come together. The law keeps them in check. And that's how it works. We created systems to keep each other in check. Now, I know a lot of people believe in conspiracies. It's a very silly world that they live in. 
So leave it alone for those of you who are 5D, meaning you want to live life, right? If you're wanting to live fantastic, fantasia in your brain, there you go. There, there are plenty of them spending time together and having fun and da-da-da. Okay, enough about that um, and back to us. So integration of the brain is important because you're going to want your corpus callosum, which links the left and right brain, to be actively working and developed, which instead it's compromised in its growth for a person who has trauma. You want your hippocampus in the limbic area to be working effectively. This one's compromised in its growth for a person who has trauma. You want the prefrontal cortex, which links your higher cortex, your middle limbic areas, and your brainstem with your body proper and the social world to be developed. It is compromised in its growth for people who have trauma. Okay, so as the lady was pointing out, the last piece to the perfect blend of therapy is somatics, somatic therapy. And here's where somatic experiencing with Peter Levine. He is awesome. It's a trademarked, but he's awesome. Or Pat Ogden with sensory motor. So those three, EMDR, working with child parts, IFS model, and somatics or somatic and she said, do your due diligence about your therapist, because this type of work is, uh, she uses a very important word, which slips my mind, but it's because of her knowing as an adult, I was never my protective false self. I was always a person who's this, I've reclaimed what was mine to begin with. So she's not pissy in her pants about anything. She's not mourning. She's not feeling that she was given some injustice. The way that the woman presents herself, you can tell she's taken ownership and normally normalizes the fact that my, my parents didn't choose trauma. Like there's a way that she handles herself about her entire story. It's clear she owns her healing journey. And it's clear that her message is, here's how you can reclaim what really was always yours. So there's not, oh, poor me. And I know some people are going to think that uh, the poor me thing prevails. No, the poor me thing is for people who are the ones who need to see something different, which I discussed in one of the episodes, which is where they are holding on to the energy of, I want justice for myself. And that charge is vengeance. And, and that charge is like the story that they give you of Cain and Abel. So there's always an insecure person in front of me. When I feel that energy, it means you haven't completely healed because when you do become your adult, when you become pure consciousness, Purusha Prakriti, you will stand and your body is like the wind. That's a heart, though, that feels emotions. It's not a heart that says right, wrong. No, it's equanimity. It's a person who stands in front of you knowing, yes, life deals us everything. Uncertainty, unexpected, unwanted. That's what life is. Does anybody not know common sense? An adult will think, does some person not understand this? Because though their body feels that level of freedom and ease, and it's a, it's a specific no-charge state as they're experiencing and speaking words. So your body expresses the emotion and your brain can be aware of it. This is called self-awareness. So if you look and stand still, you will feel if you're free like the wind or if you have a charge. Charge is going to feel more gooey or mucky or not gooey, not compassion gooey. I'm talking, think of, think of slime 
and not the slime, not the texture. Think of the density, right? Or oil. You can put your finger in oil, put your finger in water, but don't do water. Put your finger in oil and then put your finger in the air, okay? So when I say air, I'm meaning the, the actual air, the wind, like when the wind touches your face, but it's not just the wind because it involves your emotional body. It means you feel life inside of you. You feel that, like when you're breathing, okay, here, I love describing. When you're breathing in, you know, those cold days, but don't do it with the cold. I'm just saying when you can feel the breath that you're taking in because outside there's <laughs> coldness. So it's like not matching your temperature. Okay, enough about these descriptions. I'm doing a little bit of channeled guidance for my mystics, the ones of you with Claire's particularly. But any person tuning in here, the relationship with your body is this. The relationship with your charge states is this, is being able to describe what I've just done right here. Okay, and I'm describing the lady because I am very much in tune with the self that presents to me. That's what we all can tap into when we're a somatic empath. And a somatic empath is a person who is able to be present in the absence of thinking. And these are my Zen masters and any person who is looking to be here. And it's not because we are wiser in the sense of knowing more. No, it's because we have the relationship with the sphere of energy called consciousness. And we are humanity. We're people who know no person is their greatest mistake. Polyamory for me is I love more than one person. And let's get into that. So it's odd. Yes, it's awkward. Sure. <laughs> I don't really give a shit. But um, it is definitely something that presents itself to me as an opportunity to expand consciousness for humanity on love in general. And it's the truth. It's what I embody. It doesn't mean people understand it. No, they still to this day don't, and they will contest it because that's what a mononormative world will do. But I am not going to say the entire world has to become polyamorous. Actually, no. As I was stating before, I've seen the forums. They're all like teenagers. Oh, polygamy, yuck. Oh, polyamory. What is that one? What is that one? They're, they're, they're doing what I saw teenagers do. They're just changing the words. But So on that note, what I do want to share more importantly than not is the secure attachment. I gave you those three. So if any one of the people tuning in here, you're new, I'm not a therapist. I'm trauma-informed, somatic-informed. This lady, if you want her video, let me know because it's an awesome video. And like she says, EMDR, child part work, and somatics. And the ability to have a therapist who can work with all three with you and take the seriousness of your um, story. So they know and take, like Patrick Tiahan points out too, a person who is looking to heal will understand what I just said because they will want their own self back because they will know that it is their right. They won't talk about it with spirituality necessarily in their mouth. No, they will talk about it as I'm a person, I'm a human being, and I want to have emotions because I'm missing out on being in my ventral vagal state, and I want it. So when you close those loops, when you integrate your brain, you learn to self-regulate is what I was getting to next. As she points out, somatics helps you to work with the nervous system to free the body that stores the 80% of the memory, which is why whether it's kundalini awakening and or spirituality awakening, if you don't have the good therapist, that's why I like when I see people integrating somatic experiencing like that lady who does the 12-step program, I need to look at her program, and she has not only an Ayurveda background, but she has a somatic experiencing background, and she's a person who did 
I believe, do either drugs or was into a circle of things that were not obviously in a way that I don't know her full story, but what I'm saying is she talked about her past and her present. And when she gave the workshop, she says, your dysregulated pattern is yours and it's not the substance, it's not the situation that's compulsive that is the deal it's do you have the motivation to want to move out of your dysfunctional pattern and what are you going to do and she shares her story about one of the men she had in her life and who he came out of prison and or something like that and basically he was all ready to go and then he fell back so this is the part of where when people don't have secure attachment when people don't have knowledge of their nervous system and of their trauma and they don't tend to themselves as people to understand what it means to become your own safe haven this means to learn to self-regulate it means that you know how to use your nervous system in order for you to do that you need to work to integrate the brain this means sensations arise your left mode and your right mode of your human being brain are friends that means you don't throw it at people it means to say wow i'm feeling this shit let me take a look. And for the compulsivity, it means not having shame about it, but being able to talk about it to yourself and say, wait a minute, okay, I'm doing something that I know I don't want to be doing. And then to have the motivation to keep trying, <clears throat> which is why Patrick Tiahan points out how it's good to have a therapist. I say it's good for people to understand this mechanism. Of course, I am all in favor of therapists, but I see a lot of people, they have these types of patterns. They don't want a therapist. They look at movies. And we're not going to be getting rid of movies anytime soon. Okay, so we want to be people, and who's we? The 5D mystics, the functional adults, the ones that I talk to that are looking to inspire their higher potential because the whole point is getting securely attached. As even the ladies points out, we need more integrated brains. We need, we need integrated people. Integration means that your left and right mode work. It means that when you and I are meeting, even if you spit in my face and insult me, I can say, wow, you know what? I'm so... Sorry, you feel this way. I think I should leave. You know, like it's it's really about that. And the ability to be here is not hard. It's called healthy self-worth. It's called a three-year-old whole heart. So for me, for me, Maria, I've never been ashamed of the way I love. It's only awkward because I have to explain myself again and again and again. It gets really more than anything annoying. Uh, I have fun with the polyamory thing. When I meet people are fun to talk about it with because I get to just have fun with people. And I have a couple of people that I have engaged in conversation with. Then there are other conversations that are more serious that I have not had the opportunity to have because here's where when people have insecurities, they don't know how to talk. So the minute you meet a person who has no emotional relationship with themselves, there's no talking. You're just interacting with uh, basically a pattern. And, and so on that note, uh, that's a whole different story. And no, it's not fun. It's not interesting. So if somebody, though, in a mononormative, monoamorous uh, lifestyle comes to me and, and, and begins to say stuff, I'm not going to be taking it personally. But I also don't think that the whole world is going to go or needs to go polyamory because this is where attachment is a journey of a person and so when others are trying to impose because see to me you're now wanting to impose upon the entire world what is your preference versus understanding i have a preference it's a subjective preference not the entire world will have it it's okay because we are a rainbow of colors so we all love differently 
and furthermore understanding that the attachment style and the attachment category one trauma two three do we have a person who's aware of themselves four do we have a person who's motivated to be the version of themselves that is mentally emotionally and physically mature and that means that when they have compulsiveness the first time they're becoming aware is like you know what i ain't doing this shit to myself because i don't deserve this shit and so they will be ready to say i'm on board with self-healing and to be committed to it and to not be upset at themselves when they fail quote unquote but to know it's a long-term journey and this is the part that they are who's they people who have shame they can today have good psych educators but they go and end up finding other groups and they end up so i'm going to put that to the side for now because this is what i have witnessed it's not that people people don't want they don't have self-love because like all the trauma therapists spell out terry real patrick tiahan when you say love yourself it's confusing and a shaming letdown and it's because though they don't say wait i'm a human let me look oh wait nervous system brain okay they don't grab that information and hear what they're reading they don't hear if they heard it then they'd be like okay so of course shit, no, no duh no shit sherlock yeah i remember my household okay this makes a lot of sense instead of being busy with karma in a way of the 4d oh is a karmic oh you have a divine counterpart oh it's a twin flame they've created a very unfortunate business with that let's let's move into this so for me polyamory took flight in the way of actual more than one romantic partner because i have special bonds that's how i've always termed them and they're not going to ever change these bonds remain fixed because it's a way you feel a part of you this is the part of our oversoul and so you're not i'm not going to choose and pick not only is love for all equal because it's our ventral vagal state and us building secure connections it's also being able to objectively say i will never change how i feel for the people that i know are these special bonds and they are always for the rest of my lifetime as maria and in the future if they are in the future but here's where the future actually is funny i know my future all of you who tune in regularly uh you know this because i've had my future one of my first dreams like long ass dream um <laughs> i still love that dream so much but i didn't know who the person was when i dreamt this i didn't know anything and when i actually figured it out it wasn't because i actually expected to ever even figure it out it was because i had a vision because see here's where akashic record readings is not the only way we get downloads when we're connected to our oversoul we have downloads of them because we're one big ball of energy doesn't mean you have to do anything about it it just happens so the information comes to you and i was doing the dishes <coughs> and i was in the middle of a couple of things meaning relationships that were going on and contemplations and stuff like that and um i always know so we we all have choice points when we meet up as people and in these choice points we make yes i'm going to expand no i'm not going to expand and so 
on that note, the 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, we know of the words twin flames, soulmates, our oversoul, divine counterparts. They don't mean much to us because we know they're human being names. They're going to be special and however they are and whoever they are. And we're not going to give them a allocated, uh, right here, hierarchy. Hierarchy is for people who do not have secure attachment within themselves and they need to have comparison. And that's why I'm a poly secure person. I'm not just polyamory. And that's the part of non-hierarchical polyamory. There's no way in hell that I would ever put people on different levels. They're all different. They have different stories. It's quite teenager-ish to do stuff like that. And on that note, as I was trying to get to the full circle, my throat is tickling me, which is telling me something. I'm not 100% sure what, but <clears throat> it's interesting my, here, my lovely <laughs> 5D mystics. I'm sure it has everything to do with our lovely throat chakra. The voice activation, angelic attunement, divine support card came out for the topic on polyamory and in a mononormative monoamorous world seraphim's gateway so fyi for my lovely again 5d community the ones of you who are with claire's this is something that has been activated for those of you who are here not necessarily polyamory but in your expanding consciousness okay and on that note i was trying to describe something so i had a vision is what i'm going to say as I was having this vision, which was really a download in my mind's eye, I, I, I kind of laugh about it. No, I don't laugh about it. I found it. laugh When I say laugh, by the way, I don't laugh in the way of mocking people. Um, I laugh in the way of, wow, how beautiful. How awesome. How exciting. Like, wow. Okay, so that's what I mean when I say laugh. So I'm having a download, and I'm like, oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, shit, it's him. He's my husband. And I'm like, no way, you know, so I'm evaluating what I figured out in this moment. And I also was like, okay, the, I know that what I saw meant something. And I ended up finding out what it meant eventually. In fact, I had the opportunity to share what I knew. And I was given words that were very cute, if you will. Okay, so when people give you cute, it means that they are like teenagers. So people who are adults know how to commit. They know how to make way to do the things they say. When they're cute, they, they say sweet things, and that's about it. It ends there. They, they don't mean it. Uh, the, the, these are the, the ones who basically uh, present themselves as badasses, quote-unquote, but they're not badasses. They're dreamers, and it's great to have dreamers. We are doers and dreamers. Uh, we, we, we create our fairy tales. <laughs> That's the part of where 5D mystic is. And it's not a fairy tale necessarily. It's life. We are always putting one foot in front of the other. So when you're one with consciousness, that's what it is. Okay. And that's where all people are different. But the part of being one with consciousness, it's because I'm a securely attached person with an integrated brain. Okay. And that's what I'm really trying to hone in. In addition to 5D mysticism, and oversoul and us not being confused about any of this because we're not confused when we 
actually pick up on our loved ones because the inclination to love many is with a three-year-old heart who loves spontaneously. I raise my hand. Okay, that's what I'm trying to also let people know. Some of us, we don't do polyamory as a word because we're um, identifying with it. We embody loving. And it is a world that I've known my entire life to love all. And to love all equally because love is all inclusiveness. <clears throat> as pointed out by Sadhguru. And the moment I let you in, I will love you the way I love myself. And I would never put myself to the side because I made a mistake. I hold myself with equanimity. I, though, Maria, got held with equanimity. And so I, Maria, know how to regulate my nervous system all by myself when I'm in distress, even though I don't like it, but I can. My lovely, not-so-lovely panic attacks very uncomfortable and yet still here today those are awkward those are even worse the polyamory I have fun with when I'm being told why people think I have <laughs> that I am gonna put it down because see that I get frustrated I just leave it alone I just shut it out I shut them all out and I ignore because they don't actually have any um, what's the word idea one, and they usually are giving you their subjective opinion. Two, and they're trying to tell you how to do 24 hours. And, and it's like, I have my 24 hours all set in stone. Leave my 24 hours alone. <laughs> do your 24 hours, please. Nobody's coming to ask you for your 24 hours. And so here's where I would say rigidity comes up. That's why I charged a little bit. Yes, there's still a three-year-old here that says, nope, but those are what are called healthy boundaries so it's a ventral vagal don't mess with my time and there is the ability to grow more softness as you gain more maturity with your own choices compared to what your society which involves your loved ones desire for you now this one for example is a little bit more <clears throat> rigid because there is a way that we feel when we're having a series of you know situations go down the panic attack stuff whenever it's happening and that's your mind and you trying to and so long story short i'm actually quite familiar with managing it i'm happy with it it's when i get the comments that i just i'm like okay can you just back off all of you and just leave it alone you know nobody's coming to you for anything and on that note the polyamory instead i have fun with people who want to try and Say, no, you're not. Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> I'm not. Okay, is that happy? Are you happy now? Like I, <laughs> So mononormativity. They don't understand what it's like to love more than one person. They will also tell you, no, you don't know what love is. Mm, yeah, I do know what love is, but okay. And on that note, what took place for me that led me to completely be in this category was when I got to that second twin flame and then the third, and then I think I said that already, but I wanted to describe this one because I remember as I was <clears throat> going through that moment that I knew I was dismantling. So when you're one with consciousness, you know when things are getting dismantled and you are automatically aware that you're expanding your consciousness because it's all in your own brain. So you, you know it's happening if you're 5D body type, because you don't dissociate in the way that the 4D does, because you do know how to self-regulate, okay? And like I said, we're mixing a little bit of this and that, because this is also 
channeled guidance for some of you. And um, I want you to just keep in mind, organize, let's organize. So for those who might not have a complete comfortableness with yourself, I gave you that lady's lovely video, look into it or ask me about it. And to remember that people who do not have secure attachment do not know how to love necessarily yet. They will potentially bring all of their stuff and you can handle it very easily if you are a person who is the three-year-old whole heart and you have healthy self-worth, which means you know you're not superior inferior and you're not going to react to somebody in a way you're going to choose to try your best to respond in a way that can create a conversation. Okay, so when we have people who get insulting, we can just agree to disagree and you leave it alone. And even if they want to insist, you can say, you know what, I'm agreeing to disagree. I understand your perspective, but I'm going to leave now because it's uncomfortable. It's getting more uncomfortable as you speak. And and I think that we've made it very clear that we don't have the same ideas of lifestyle. So you can always create a way that you respond. Obviously, some people, they're still working through charge states, so that might mean you're reactive, or it might mean you get tensed up. Like for me, when people make teasing stuff about drugs, I don't do drugs. I've never done drugs. I, the, the worst, quote-unquote, is I drink a little bit, not a lot, because I can't handle it. And when people have teased me, some of my friends, they're like, look at you, look at you, you look so scared. And I'm like, yeah, stop bugging me about drugs. I don't want to do drugs. And, you know, it's like, I feel like I'm a teenager again. But the body language is there because it's from the years of being teenager. So again, our body speaks to us and we can work on those things if we want to. We don't have to. There's nothing wrong with getting all, you know, backed up in a corner when you're with friends. This is that other part of being a grown-up is knowing that we all have different ways. It's okay. So you don't feel shame when you're a whole three-year-old heart with people and they're teasing and you're teasing and you're having fun and you have differences. Okay, if it gets, again, really bad, but it usually won't, you, you have a way to say back off, and people will back off, and if they don't back off, you get up and leave, you can get up and leave, and you can just say, I'm leaving because I asked you more than once, I'm gone, I'm not gonna sit through this shit, <laughs> there's no need for me to sit through this shit, okay, so that's another area, then for my mystics and the oversoul, we don't do hierarchies we don't do categories our oversoul is all special and that's where people who are able to talk about their emotions then they're going to be able to hear you out on your polyamory lifestyle and or embodiment and if you instead are monoamorous then you're going to be able to hear what a person who's polyamorous is like and you're going to be able to accept this if you are both securely attached people that means you have your own ability to be your own safe haven so regulate your nervous system and your own secure base be your own launching pad meaning i have interests i have 24 hours yeah i'm busy with all of it and you come together and these are open spontaneous hearted relationships so when polyamory community gets together it's when they're poly secure that they can handle different equations like adults without the secure part. We have the people who are functional adults, they can handle their words the best of their ability and be a safe haven and secure base for others. And they can also understand when somebody cannot be a safe haven or secure base, whether they know how to spell it out or not, we will know how to say, you know what, this is not working out or we don't say anything and we allow ourselves to understand a person who cannot talk like a grown-up they can't handle the relationship of a grown-up 
it's okay. So that's something that is a love that is for them to understand because really there's no relationship with their own inner world just yet necessarily if they're not able to talk about their emotional stuff easily. And that's meant to be informative. So when people project their unresolved trauma and they're quote-unquote playing a game, I say quote-unquote because it's not a game, a securely attached polyamorous person will not use time to engage in the game. They will use time to recalibrate the relationship and reorganize it, and it will become a secure connection because a pattern of any person who has unresolved trauma is clear. They have codependent tendencies. Some have addictions. Some have the habit of being in relationships where they get treated certain ways. There's a whole bunch of elements to this equation. They will all be visible because of their mannerisms and because of their inconsistencies. That's why they become a pattern. So a secure connection, it's because we, the solo poly in this case, doesn't, again, build a couple-centric life. We build a life with many loves and we expand, and we grow, and we accept people for who they are. You're unconditionally loved for who you are. So if you're a person who stays within your own stuff, you stay within your own stuff. It's not going to be impacting the life of another person. The one area that is, I'm going to say, the most challenging is when you actually share. I love more than one person, and it's in a special way, with people who you don't know what they are. So obviously when you meet a monoamorous person, but that's where a person who knows what they are will be able to tell you, oh, okay, I'm a monoamorous person, that works for me too, or whatever it is, they'll start speaking to you about it. person who doesn't know who they are, they don't, they don't uh, do any speaking really, but it's not something that you don't figure out in time because we all, again, are patterns. In time we see if we are able to be reliable, consistently speaking, consistently doing, consistently being in each other's lives, and therefore it doesn't make it harder or easier. Again, socially speaking, it can be awkward But it's fun. For me, it's fun because I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of loving many. I'm not ashamed of love. I'm not ashamed of unconditionally loving. And I actually am completely not ashamed for having more than one special bond and not choosing to put them in a hierarchy or to have some type of organized relationship. No, relationship anarchy, totally. And it's not because of not loving it's actually because of loving but also understand for me personally as a mystic there is a very different way i feel my bonds not all people have that okay and so secure attachment the way you feel people the way you connect and i'm going to use the roomy quote we don't love with our eyes we love with our heart and soul so we don't know any separation and so yeah it's a forever thing we don't do short-term relationships I, i've never used the word love and special bond with people who are not to this day that that's why it's uh, very very beautiful oh here's the other part when you try to explain that to people who are not intuitives because that's why some will say you're not polyamorous because there's a specific way that um for me i feel bonds and it's not with my eyes it's with my heart and it yes it is with the eyes when they look at you but what i'm saying is There is a way you know. You know what you know and you 
you know what you know. So on that note, if you have any questions, let me know. If you need any 5D mystic guidance for your oversoul, there's paid subscription-based model content. If you need any just guidance in general for secure attachment stuff that you find I can help with, there's paid subscription-based model content for functional adult love language, and I can create a polyamory segment, of course, as well. So just send over your questions, uh, email me. Have a wonderful day, everyone.